Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It's Wednesday, November 8th. I'm Mark Dent, here with Rob Litterst, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. All of us have heard that AI might be coming for our jobs in the near future. But in the meantime, can it actually help us find a perfect career? Maybe so, because one of the new trends in work is AI-powered job hunting. We're going to talk about all of that in a moment. But first, let's get caught up on everything else happening in the world of business and tech. Starting off, it's official. WeWork is bankrupt. The co-working space company has officially filed for bankruptcy. This comes after the company's stock has lost 99% plus of its value and was worth $45 million as of its filing. You may remember that at its peak, it was valued at $47 billion. For now, the company says it's going to remain operational as it negotiates its leases and debts. But Rob, I mean, I think everybody saw this coming. It's almost like, hadn't this happened already? And yet it still feels like a little bit of a shocking thing just to process. Yeah, it's really crazy. I mean, you said it best, I think, in that comparison of its peak valuation to what it's at today. It's $47 billion to $45 million. Just unbelievable fall from grace. I will say, Sarah and I talked about this yesterday. Bringing companies back from the dead is a very lucrative business. Yes, and yes. I'm sure that there's some private equity firms out there that are chomping at the bit to take WeWork over and figure out what kind of things they can actually find value in and try to bring this thing back. But ugly times for WeWork. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be some interesting times for like office space and all the different leases you know, that WeWork has. According to Bloomberg, the company is seeking to terminate nearly 70 leases for now. And that's, you know, throughout the country, New York, San Francisco, L.A., St. Louis, Chicago, kind of all over the place. Common Desk, by the way, which has kind of been owned by WeWork. I have a membership there at one here in Dallas. And they sent us wow. an email this morning that was just like, don't worry, we're staying open. Thank goodness. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what ends up happening with Common Desk because it's owned by WeWork, but kind of like a subsidiary kind of deal. So I mean, I could be out of a co-working space soon. I have no idea. <laughs> and I mean, you work at a co-working space. So like, you obviously like this model. I think there's definitely value there. Yeah. Maybe they just kind of scaled too much too fast. Uh, Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> All right, moving on now. Wonder Group, a food delivery startup, received a $100 million investment from Nestle. Wonder, which sells high-tech kitchen equipment and prepared ingredients to businesses, was valued at $3.5 billion and recently acquired meal kit company Blue Apron for $103 million. Nintendo had a great quarter with better than expected revenue of $2.2 billion. So what made this happen? Switch consoles, of which 6.8 million were sold from April to September, as well as the latest Zelda game, which sold 19.5 million units over the same span and actually attracted the attention of one Rob Litterst, from what I've heard. (laughs) I am not going to lie. Sometimes I find a uh, playlist on Spotify when I'm working. I think it's called like Lo-Fi Zelda or Zelda Lo-Fi or something like that. But it's basically Lo-Fi Beats meets 
Zelda soundtrack. And it's incredible. It is like great working music. It's super, super calming. And I have like the fondest memories of playing Zelda back in the day. Yeah. And I was having trouble sleeping about a month ago. And I was like, should I get a switch and just start playing Zelda before bed? Because I honestly think it would help put me to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Zelda is ASMR. I mean, if if it's not (laughs) happening already, I could see it happening soon. (laughs) Exactly. All right, on to the next story. Sheehan, the controversial fast fashion giant, is reportedly eyeing a $90 billion valuation in a possible U.S. IPO. Earlier this year, Sheehan was valued at $64 billion, so it's quickly moving on up despite all of the various concerns with its business model. And finally, DiGiorno is selling a limited edition frozen Thanksgiving pizza. This thing is going to come with turkey, gravy, sweet potatoes, onions, green beans, and cranberries, all atop mozzarella and cheddar cheeses. Um, Go or no-go on DiGiorno Thanksgiving pizza? Uh, So I'm a no-go. Not that I'm not adventurous enough to try it. I just don't really think I would like turkey on a pizza. I guess buffalo chicken, but like that's the only time that I'm really like touching chicken or poultry on a pizza. The other thing is like I don't want to have like some weird DiGiorno aftertaste in my mouth for Thanksgiving dinner. Like I want to keep that very separate. Yeah. I want my Thanksgiving dinner at Thanksgiving. The only yep. times that I really sort of break that are when I'm on the East Coast, the Wawa Gobbler sandwich, which comes out around this Love time that. of the year. Pretty solid. So that's really the only way that I'm going to break it. I'm not going to do it for DiGiorno. I'm with you. All right, let's move on from Thanksgiving pizza to AI. As we mentioned, this is going to be about AI actually helping you get a job potentially. And specifically, there's a new market of AI that is helping people do things like cover letters, actually applying for jobs, and all these kinds of menial tasks that AI might actually be halfway decent at. Rob, is this starting to become a trend? Yeah, so Mark, you've applied for jobs, I'm sure. I've applied for jobs. It sucks. It's absolutely brutal. I remember there was a time probably like five or six years ago when I was kind of rapid fire applying to jobs and it took so much work. The real way to apply to a job is to kind of like tweak your resume to fit the job specifications, right? right? So if you're actually doing it right, it's really a lot of work. It's incredibly time consuming. Yeah, incredibly time consuming. Cover letters take forever. You want to get editorial help from everybody that you know that's a good writer and good business writer. So honestly, I see some huge potential here because I think with any new product, you have to think like, is there actually a pain point? And there is a deep, deep pain point here where people just absolutely hate all of the tasks that come with applying for a job. And I think that's one of the reasons that some of these job boards like ZipRecruiter and some of these others that make it so, so easy to apply have really thrived is because all you have to do is basically click a button and like send your resume and it's super seamless. But the problem with that is even if it's super, super easy to apply for the job, a lot of jobs require documents that take, or at least used to take, original thought and original work, resumes, cover letters, all that sort of stuff. And now ChatGPT is here to the rescue. There's a, a company called Lazy Apply. Which is just a fantastic name. Unbelievable. It's all in the name. It's perfectly executed. Honestly, just incredible name of a company right there. Their job GPT automatically applies to thousands of jobs across platforms like LinkedIn and ZipRecruiter with a single click, and they charge a $250 annual fee for unlimited access. I think if you're in the hunt for a new job, $250 for that is well worth it. Yeah. There's another company called Sonora, which charges up to $80 a month to fill out as many as 420 applications. They have human staff members that take over for AI when needed. 
And then lastly, there's a company that charges $39 a month called Massive, which fills out 50 AI-authored, human-reviewed applications per week. And I think this is super interesting. Lazy Apply, obviously, you're playing the volume game. You're getting your resume out there. But Sonara and Massive, I think, are touching on this kind of combination of AI and human curation or kind of human editing that I think is super, super interesting. And I can see some serious value there. Yeah, I agree. I think that hybrid model might be the one that will be most productive, actually, for someone applying for jobs. But I do want to talk a little bit more about Lazy Apply because I love it. (laughs) It it just makes me so happy just to hear how it works. Wired wrote a really good story on it. And, you know, they interviewed somebody who was laid off from a tech job earlier this year. And he started to apply to dozens, hundreds of jobs. And it was just taking up so much of his time and kind of sucking up parts of his soul. And so he found Lazy Apply and then he went to bed and there ended up being around 5,000 completed applications that Lazy Apply did for him. And he ended up getting interviews around 20 of them. So uh, the hit rate was just half a percent. So it's a very low hit rate, but it took him almost no time to do that. Whereas this tech worker had said when he was applying manually, he would do around 300 jobs and maybe get 20 interviews there. So a much higher hit rate, but obviously a lot more work involved to do it all by yourself. You know, it's fascinating. And they also interviewed some people who were like, you know, hiring managers. And, you know, uh, needless to say, they're not as stoked about it as people who are applying for jobs. I love this. This quote is just so good. Unnamed recruiting manager at a Fortune 500 company when being asked about things like this lazy apply said, quote, it's like asking out every woman in the bar, regardless of who they are. (laughs) It's amazing. So yeah, it's just like mass, mass application for jobs. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head there, Mark. I think there are obviously some things that AI is good at, like getting your volume up and playing the numbers game, but there are some pretty obvious things that AI is not good at. And I think there will probably be some pretty obvious telltale signs that a bot is doing the heavy lifting, whether it's guessing answers to questions or submitting awkward or jumbled sentences, if there's kind of an evaluation part of the application. And I think when you talk about some of the companies in tech, I know a lot of companies now do these kind of like project-based interviews, right? And so if you're thinking about applying for jobs, almost like a funnel You use AI for like the first interview or at least like getting your name in the mix and really kind of trying to get that first stop there. But I think its value really kind of stops after that first phone screening, right? Because from there, you're having kind of personalized conversations. You might have to do some exercises. What was that classic Google question? It's like how many jelly beans would fit in a school bus or something like that. You're going to have to do some of that sort of stuff, which I don't know. Actually, AI could probably answer that way better than a human could. Yeah, But um, definitely limitations to what it can do there. Yeah, and I think it could work especially well maybe for younger job applicants and also maybe older job applicants because maybe when you're in the middle of your career, it tends to be when you have probably your biggest network and your most connections and maybe you're at your most valuable. But I mean, if you're young, you really do have to just put a lot of feelers out there. And same if you're older and maybe pondering a career switch or whatever. So I do think that these will actually be very helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. And these apps, really, they're not the only ones that are leveraging AI. Unsurprisingly, I think everybody has AI features at this point if you have a tech product. But LinkedIn itself, which has kind of been one of the crown jewels for recruiting and job searching over the last decade, recently announced an AI career coach that'll help premium users find and apply to open jobs. And LinkedIn's pretty good already, I think, at sourcing jobs that could be a good fit for you. I'm not in the market right now, but honestly, LinkedIn presents some roles that if I was in the market, 
could be interesting. They're already pretty good at kind of evaluating your activity on the platform, who you're connected with, what your interests seem to be, and serving up relevant job opportunities. And I think baking AI even further into that could get really, really interesting. And I imagine LinkedIn will charge a fortune for that. There's another company called Career Village, which is dabbling with AI-supported career coaching. And they're probably many more likely to follow. I think that's very fertile ground for startups here and going to be exciting to see what else happens. Yeah. Like everything else AI, it's the very early stages. And one final note about this is that Lazy Apply, it doesn't just help you get a job. They help you write your resignation letter too. So it's full service, everyone. (laughs) That's called full cycle right there. Lazy Apply. Well done. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. So if you're not subscribed, go get signed up at thehustle.co slash email, and we will see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.